KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Lots to talk about right at the top of the list, the American Rescue Plan, which is now law. Give a listen. $1.9 trillion. uh, There's a lot in here. Obviously, a lot of attention to the extended enhanced federal unemployment, the stimulus checks. This is a big deal. This This is landmark legislation. This is, Matt, this was probably the plan you and I were looking for last year <laughs> in the beginning, at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, it's sort of like I go up to I go up to the plate and I hit a couple singles or a double. But then the fourth time out, I hit a home run or a grand slam. This is what this is. Now, I know there's lots of money in it, but it actually is helping out those at the lower income levels and maybe possibly help out those who did not recover from the pandemic. I think one of the things that's interesting about this, we talked about it off the air, is that that child tax credit where you're going to have a lot of people with children getting monthly checks from the government to help out. And that is something you talk about really helping people in the lower income brackets. Boy, you talk about an extra 300 400 bucks a month to, to help out with stuff like that. That's a game changer. That really is, Matt, and that's the way to say it. it is a game changer, and there's some consistency there, meaning, as you said, 300 or so a month for uh, starting pretty soon. Now, I think those who voted for this plan figured they couldn't get any increases in minimum wage, so why not look at other options? And this was another option. They figured, well, you're not going to raise people's minimum wages, then why don't we go this route with the child tax credit? And it really is helping those families uh, who have incomes under 75000 year. I've talked with a couple of people about this and I'm fascinated to get your thoughts. This child tax credit, you and I have talked on the air, off the air. Once a benefit's in place, it's hard to take it back in American society. So this thing, as I understand it, would only run through the end of the year, but I can't see any scenario where it's not anything but wildly popular Have we planted the seeds for some sort of universal basic income in American society going forward? Do you think it's possible? Well, Matt, I think you hit it right there. It could be the start of something when it has to do with getting a check more than once throughout the calendar year and consistently getting those checks. Uh, It's almost what I would say – telling people to stop streaming music for free and you have to go back to the music store and buy albums and CDs. Uh, Only foolish people like me still go out and buy CDs and records. Uh, So so the point is, this could be the start of something new, Matt. Uh, You're right. Once you put something in place, it's hard to take it away. How big is the state and government aid? We've talked about that ad nauseum. I know a lot of states have been in better shape than they thought, but this is going to help a lot on a lot of different levels. It will. And this is perfect timing to bring this up. Yesterday, I was on a Zoom call with 14 people throughout the state of Pennsylvania, high-level finance people from cities, counties, and local municipal governments. And some of it is going to reach the local governments. Now, the local governments have to fill out the forms and, and online, and they have to qualify. They have they keep good records the past year, but there is going to be some of that money that will finally reach some of the, our local towns that all of us live in, in the in the tri-state area. So I think 
uh, it's going to be good. It, it's finally getting to the states and to the counties and to the cities. And I've seen some positive things happen. Certain counties have, have, have expanded their health programs, uh, which is a good thing. They've expanded um, all kinds of outreach for, for social services. So some of the money is going in that direction as well. A four-month low in people filing new claims for jobless benefits. Still a really high number, 712000 or so, but trending in the right direction. And I, I feel like we're starting to see some momentum build on this front. Right. Even though the numbers are stubbornly high and they had been for months, you're right. It's trending down lower. And we may see a number under 700,000 next week, as you had stated off the air to me. Uh, We still have millions who are out of work. We still have people who have stay at home orders. People are getting used to working at home uh, for the most part. Uh, I think you're going to see the numbers go down as we see the warmer weather in the tri-state area. I want to kind of ask you a big picture question because jobless claims, the jobless numbers are are starting to get better. We talk about all the things that are in this relief bill and kind of right off the bat, as soon as this relief bill passed, you saw, I think it was American Airlines said they're not going to furlough a bunch of people. Right. It seems to me a lot of things are lining up and we talked about this. We are such a consumer driven economy And on a lot of fronts, it seems like we are seeing building optimism and building confidence. And that kind of can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, can it? People start feeling good and feeling more comfortable and start spending more, and all of a sudden, stuff just explodes. You you hit it there when you said two words there, optimism and confidence. So consumer confidence will start to increase. People are becoming more optimistic. They may not all be able to travel by by air, but as – I've always said within a 125 mile radius of the city of Philadelphia, you have 10 to 20 destinations that on you can go to on any given weekend uh, to the Jersey Shore, to the Poconos, to, to visit the small towns like like we have in our area that are great, like Bethlehem, city of Philadelphia. Some of these places are going to start really opening up. I think again, once again, when the weather starts to uh, warm up. And I also think when you start to see some of those checks in the people's hands, or I should say in their bank accounts. You worried about inflation? Maybe not short term, but long term? I am a little bit. Uh, We're starting to see it right now uh, with gasoline prices and energy prices. I'm a little concerned about it. I think that the Fed, they may have some tricks up their sleeve. I'm not sure what they are. He's keeping it close to the vest, uh, Mr. Jerome Powell of the the Fed chair. But I think uh, you could see some more inflation. I think right now our inflation rate is about 1.4% as of January, which is still under the target of of rate of 1.7 to 2.4. So we're below the target, but let's, let's watch that in the next couple months, Matt. You mentioned the Jersey Shore is a place to go, and this is just anecdotal, but I know my parents were looking for a shore house and struggle to find one in a place that they wanted to go just because so many places were already rented out. I know you're plugged in there, and we've talked about this before, but I think it bears repeating. If you have a stake in the Jersey Shore and you were able to make it through last year, there's the possibility you could be richly rewarded this year because I think there's going to be a lot of pent-up demand to, to head south. That's right. You're right. And I called a few realtors this week. They said to me, don't call me unless you're willing to rent. I said, I'm trying to get your perspective. They said they're so busy. I said, is there a, is there just too much demand, not enough supply? They said, no, they had the supply, but the supply is filling up. 
And contractors are very busy from Atlantic City all the way down to Wildwood this year, uh, not just doing repairs, but actually some new construction that's being started at the Jersey Shore. So things are really starting to look up. Anything, any indicators you're looking for? Anything you want to keep an eye on here over the next couple of weeks that uh, could help to see if we really are on the, the path to complete recovery? Well, what I want to look at is inflation, because even though it's not it's not going up that much, uh, we're seeing some prices go up. However, the PPI, which is the producer price index, is starting to go up. And what I've seen is in a is that most companies are not passing those costs on to the consumers, meaning such as metal, steel, uh, iron ores. They are passing on lumber costs <laughs> uh, because we've had some a shortage of lumber that's happened. So I want to take a look in the next couple of months for inflation for consumers as well as for producers of products. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.